0: Your solution should be integrated with the latest threat intelligence so that it can use it to protect the environment from the zero-day attack.
1: Hello, this is Richard Starnes with Capgemini. I am the chief security strategist for Capgemini. And today we're going to be talking about next-gen endpoint security and all the things that means. And also I have joining me um, Pramod. Pralad, introduce yourself. Uh, thank you, uh,
0: Richard, for inviting me. Uh, I've been with uh, Captain Knight for more than two years now. Uh, I currently head the uh, Global Endpoint Security Portfolio and the Global Security Operations Center in Bangalore. Uh, nice to uh, be with you on this podcast, Richard.
1: Thank you. Every device that connects to our corporate networks must have adequate protection to prevent breaches and loss of sensitive data. With the advent of anywhere, anytime, any device, the task of securing those various employee and corporate-owned endpoints is challenging. This requirement is even more important in the current business climate with information security breaches impacting brand reputation, customer acquisition and retention costs, and ultimately the share price. What we've seen is a renewed emphasis uh, as well with such legislation as GDPR. So, Pramod, what is endpoint security for, for maybe the uh, the C-level executives that are listening, and maybe they're not familiar with the concept of, of endpoint security? Sure, uh, so endpoint security is a
0: way to protect an organization's network when accessed via remote devices. Uh, such as servers, workstations. It could be any endpoint device which is used by a user, uh, like a mobile device or a handheld device, on a wired or a wireless network. Endpoint security is basically designed to protect and secure each endpoint on the network created by these devices.
1: So how how would that work exactly? Does it do something like, does it uh, enforce... A, a policy that the company has set to, to match its own risk profile.
0: Yeah, so definitely, you know, the uh, the different industries have their different own uh, you know their own uh, risk profiles and business context. So in the same way, endpoint security is also configured in such a way that they it matches the uh, uh, the company's uh, the business context. Uh, some organizations are dependent on on their You know, cell phones, uh, they they bring their own devices to work and uh, versus banks, you know, where endpoints are highly restricted. So, yes, endpoint security, basically, you know, when you design uh, a solution for a customer, we have to definitely see the context of the customer, what business they are in, what toolset will go, which toolset meets their, you know, uh, uh, demand from the uh, user satisfaction and security standpoint.
1: So what do you feel are some of the best practices when developing an endpoint solution as, as, from a customer standpoint? So if, if I was a customer, I was thinking, I need an endpoint solution to, uh, to match my current risk profile. Uh, what would I need to think about with regards to that? Sure. Uh, see, what happens is that uh,
0: keeping the ever-growing threat landscape, and customers' uh, digital strategies in mind, uh, there's definitely a need of uh, true next-gen endpoint security solution. Um, now we know that you know uh, cyber attacks are becoming very strategic, uh, targeted, and, and they are ROI-based. The focus on the parametric defense has taken away the lights uh, from the endpoint, and endpoint security is not prioritized. I've seen myself, you know, a few enterprises still using traditional uh, endpoint security. Uh, or free anti-malware solutions. Uh, if you see today, uh, while attackers continue to use the top three attack vectors like uh, compromise credentials, malware, and phishing, uh, they are solely targeting the endpoints today. The, uh, therefore, the adoption of the right uh, innovative solution, which can provide visibility, deep obfuscation, and behavioral detection on endpoints becomes uh, really indispensable. So when you're choosing uh, uh, a solution the solution has to be comprehensive uh, that can deliver the anticipation uh, detection prevention visibility and remediation uh, supported by uh, agile threat intelligence to beat the most pretty attackers in the wild uh, as required uh, so there are different uh, needs of, of different organizations uh, based on their uh, threat landscape and uh, not every organization needs uh, what uh, a banking organization may need you know from the endpoint security uh, capability standpoint. Uh, however, uh, keeping the threat, the standard threat landscape in mind, uh, we should ensure that uh, there are features like uh, next-gen AV, uh, uh, endpoint detection and response, threat hunting for endpoints. Uh, threat intelligence is another bit, you know, uh, because sophisticated attacks can literally move very quickly and quietly. Your endpoint security solution must be uh, must use intelligence that ensures your defenses are automatic, uh, proactive, and precise to stop breaches with minimum impact in the real time as they occur. And then, uh, last but not the least, uh, businesses are going digital and solutions uh, that are retrofitted won't help businesses gain the expected agility and, and other business benefits. So next-gen solution uh, should be tailor-made For the uh, respective platform and should have the capability to deploy, to be deployed on cloud, Uh, could be Docker, uh, uh, could be point of sale, on prem uh, data centers or mobile devices uh, to meet the performance requirements of each of those platforms. For example, you know, the the older on premise model simply isn't capable of performing the tasks required of a true next gen endpoint solution on, on the cloud platform. And yes, uh, finding the right partner who has industry experience and has capabilities to design, build, deploy, and run next gen endpoint solutions uh, is also important. Since endpoint security has to be integrated uh, for better business context, it is important to choose the right vendor. uh, Choose a vendor uh, who has uh, solutions uh, uh, and experience to do that.
1: Well, thank you for that really comprehensive answer to that question. So it's interesting that you brought up the uh, idea of using free software. Um, Free software in an enterprise environment has a tendency to have some possible regulatory issues and and liability issues to it. So that kind of brings me next to, to the next question. How can endpoint protection affect the company with regards to regulatory issues such as GDPR. Now, I know GDPR is something that we've heard and been thrown at us for for years now, Uh, but uh, there's also uh, different legislation around the world that looks at uh, approximately the same sort of thing. So we have this increasing regulatory environment. So my question to you, Pramod, is how does next generation endpoint protection help you with regulatory issues? Uh, Yeah, that's
0: a good question, uh, Richard. Uh, So what happens is that, you know, as you said, uh, most of the regulatory uh, requirements are similar. Uh, uh, There may be a difference in the fines and the way you notify to the authorities. Uh, However, you know, uh, to some extent, uh, they are the same, uh, uh, you know, same uh, uh, regulatory compliances. Um, and uh, you know cater to the same need of, of you know protecting privacy of the users. So uh, there are two bits. Uh, one is the uh, tracking sensitive data and reporting of the breaches. So under the GDPR, let me take GDPR example because it's, it's new and everybody uh, is educated uh, enough on GDPR at this point in time. It is essential that companies monitor their sensitive data. Uh, This helps organizations uh, keep track of where their data is and where it is going and and gives them the possibility to block its transfer or access to it by unauthorized personnel. Uh, So endpoint DLP uh, can help you with that. So endpoint DLP uh, not only tracking purposes, but also uh, to control data movement and accesses and also can reduce the chances of breaches that can occur due to uh, a movement of data. The other bit is uh, uh, the GDPR talks about is the uh, reporting major data breaches within 72 hours of becoming aware of them. So a full investigation is not expected. However, uh, in a very short uh, span of time, uh, the information has to be available and has to be provided to the regulatory authorities. Uh, In case of serious breaches, uh, uh, the public must be notified uh, without uh, undue delay. So the endpoint detection and response services can actually help you detect breaches uh, within time and can provide detailed forensics and breach analytics uh, within a very short span of time. So definitely, uh, you know, next-gen endpoint security uh, can cater to GDPR uh, needs and is, is currently helping a lot of organizations. I was uh, I was also reading a report uh, from uh, uh, from ponemon research where uh, they mentioned that you know uh, uh, the strong incident response capabilities have actually reduced the breach cost by uh, as much as uh, 19 dollars per compromised record and similarly uh, the extensive use of encryption and dlp have reduced cost by uh, $16 per capita. So that's the data coming from the IBM and Ponemon Research Institute, which is released two days ago, I guess.
1: Very interesting. So in your uh, experience, what is the best way for somebody who's looking to get into next uh, generation endpoint security, what's the best way for them to evaluate vendors? What are the kinds of questions they should be asking us? True, yeah. So, uh, there are some features which are very,
0: very important at this point in time. There are, uh, you know, a lot of myths around where uh, uh, everybody uh, is talking about next-gen solution. Uh, For example, you know, next-gen is a term that everybody loves to use to their endpoint security solution as one of the key differentiators. But some of these solutions qualify as a next-gen solution because they include behavioral detection or some degree of machine learning. Uh, and you know some bit of of their support for the agile and cloud platforms. But if you look at these solutions, uh, it becomes clearer that most of these solutions still rely on obsolete techniques such as signature-based detections, uh, architectural uh, design for on-premise ar- infrastructure. Additionally, some of these solutions are retrofitted to the platform and they uh, that they are deployed on. However, they should be tailor-made. You know when it comes to uh, uh, cloud or uh, 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 other agile platforms. So yeah, when you are uh, comparing, uh, decision makers should research appropriately and insist the solution should be based on uh, elements like uh, next-gen AV. Um, traditional AV solutions uh, are useful uh, for the known threats and I'm not saying that uh, you know they are replaceable. However, a gap of just not detecting an unknown threat means 100% probability of a breach. Therefore, pure signature-based detection is not enough uh, to protect the environment. Um, And, uh, uh, you know, uh, there are malwares that are highly evolved and are created using changing malicious techniques. Uh, AV should have features like artificial intelligence and behavioral-based detection which can detect the zero days. That's the most important bit of the next generation. The other bit is the uh, EDR bit, which I've already covered. You know, it's... uh, 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 today, if you talk about the traditional endpoint security uh, or traditional AV, uh, uh, if you are attacked and, and the data has gone out and you, you have seen a you you are experiencing a breach, the common questions that a CISO uh, asks or a business asks CISO is that okay? Do you know where the attack has come from? Uh, how much uh, it has laterally moved? So these questions uh, will I will, will I be attacked again, or what is the uh, 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 what is the damage already done? So these questions cannot be answered using if if the enterprise is using uh, traditional uh, you know endpoint security. So these questions uh, uh, are uh, important questions, and next gen solution actually caters to these questions. So when you are breached, post post breach analytics, and uh, 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 you know. Uh, immediate response to the breaches is very much critical at that point in time. So next-gen solution helps you, your EDR bit of the next-gen solution helps you, from uh, helps you uh, you know, uh, answer those questions. Set hunting for endpoints, definitely uh, we should look at that. Um, uh, today, there are a lot of set hunting happening on the network packets data, but if you today see endpoints are highly neglected, uh, however, uh, most of the uh, attacks have happened on the endpoints. And endpoints become the first target of the uh, targets of the uh, of the hackers. So, uh, your endpoint uh, security should be able to reduce endpoint security monitoring fatigue. The threat hunting helps flag suspicious modules and endpoints and prioritizes the threats to be remediated. Uh, threat intelligence is another bit you know which I talked about that you know it is very important that uh, uh, because the attacks are sophisticated and they can move laterally very quickly. Um, Your solution should be integrated with the latest threat intelligence so that it can use it to protect the environment uh, from these zero-day attacks. Uh, Another bit is the platform, you know, uh, has to be, uh, the solution has to, should not be a retrofitted solution. So it's something that works on on on-premise data center, Uh, is not made for cloud, it has to be, tailor-made for the platforms like uh, uh, cloud or point of sale or, uh, you know, uh, Docker or, uh, you know, a container, so something like that. So those are the things and definitely choosing a partner or, uh, you know, a a service provider who can help organizations who have, who has experience, uh, you know, uh, industry experience and capabilities to uh, design, build, deploy uh, these solutions. It is very important. That's what I I, I can say. Richard.
1: Well, thank you so much for that. So, just to kind of sum up uh, uh, the uh, presentation for today, um, Pramod, what is the the one takeaway that uh, our listening audience should have from this presentation? What's the one thing they should remember? Uh, the uh, the one thing that uh, the uh,
0: audience should remember is that you know today there are hundreds of products around. Uh, uh, endpoint security and what is uh, the, the the most important bit is to choose the right product and the right partner and the right service provider in terms of uh, uh, you know um, protecting the endpoint state um, there may be an endpoint product which is really really great and it works uh, for a financial organization it may not work for your organization because your business needs are totally different so, Definitely, when you're choosing a product, you have to understand your business context and and also uh, understand how the product functions uh, in terms of, you know, get the maximum amount of, of that product investment that you're making. So that's what I believe in, uh, Richard, uh, uh, because the endpoint security market is, is very, very uh, 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 huge. There are hundreds of products at this point in time in the market, and and every day there is a new uh, product that is coming uh, out with a new feature, a new uh, uh, way of looking at the endpoint security.
1: Well, thank you so much for that. That's been a very fascinating presentation uh, and discussion for today. So, uh, just as a reminder, this is Richard Starnes. I'm the Chief Security Strategist for Capgemini, and I can be reached at www.linkedin.com slash i n slash rr starnes that's r-r-s-t-a-r-n-e-s uh pranod how can that uh, how can we find you uh, so uh yes you can find me on
0: uh, either linkedin or twitter uh, on www.linkedin.com slash promote p-r-a-m-o-d-k-u-k-s-a-l or on twitter handle
1: uh at tramod underscore k-u-k-s-a-l thank you so much for listening thank you for your time and uh, we hope to be uh, chatting with you again in the future thanks Richard thanks for your time